All right, we're going live. <coughs> get all your get all your cobwebs out of your system. <laughs> I love it, Mike. Every time, every time, yeah. Mike. <laughs> it's, a, it's a delay on this end. <laughs> I don't see the thing up top. Well, they can't see. Is it? There's a little thing up top. I I don't see it. So whatever. It's a happy Saturday. This is how we start our show, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the RPR Sports Guys, our Saturday shenanigan show. I'm being joined by Mike. What an Lee. asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being joined by Mike Lachance. Matt O'Brien is on the phone. Sharp Hadian. Uh, hopefully will give us a call if he can. Uh, he's in parts unknown. We'll talk about that in a, just a bit. Ooh. And Rich Beasy won't be joining us uh, for this week. But again, thanks for being a part of the show. We appreciate it. If you are not following us, make sure you check us out. Each and every week, Wednesday at 7 p.m., Saturday at 11 a.m., you can find us on Facebook Live, and that is at the Armchair Sports Guys on Facebook, at the Armchair Sports Guys on Instagram, Armchair underscore Guys on Twitter, also the Armchair Sports Guys on TikTok. Boys, how you doing? How you feeling? I'm, you know what, George? I am great. I couldn't be better. Everything, my body's working normally. I'm functioning. I feel... <laughs> I feel like there's a burden off my back, and it was given to somebody else. Thankfully, I've been <laughs> asshole. asshole. Matt, how you feeling, buddy? Uh, uh, <laughs> asshole. asshole. <laughs> yeah. Well, for those of you out there, I uh, pulled my back out getting out of the shower. Cool story, bro. Tell me what really happened. <laughs> no, I pulled my back out getting out of the fucking shower. Uh, other than that, uh, I don't know. I think uh, I'll be feeling like a million bucks, just like TB12 this hey. time tomorrow. Well, maybe 36 hours from now. Yeah, listen, I'm I, I'm with both of you guys. Uh, honestly, it, you um, it's uh, it's phenomenal. I, I'm feeling like a million damn dollars right now. Um, Actually, I, lied. I feel like you too. You guys have to rub it in. I really pulled my back out. I I know. I know. Listen, I feel like a million dollars because once again, once again, Tom Brady is in a Super Bowl. I mean, I, I welcome back. Sorry, I can't. I, I mean, I can't help but not feel like a million dollars right now. Um, and I'm not on the TB12 method, even though I do have the body we, of a, that, of a that we know. That we definitely know. <laughs> Yeah, Listen, yeah, yeah, that, that tuberculosis shot failed you, George. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Mikey, you don't need a headshot of George to know that he's not on the TB12 method. We thought he had a thyroid problem. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought he got stung by a million bees, <laughs> like Martin, like Martin Short and Pure Luck. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody can reference that later on. Sorry. So, again, <laughs> this is how we start our Saturday shenanigans show, it's ladies Super and Bowl gentlemen. Weekend. It is Super Bowl weekend. This is what you're here for, all the entertainment and all the news. We're going to be breaking down this game all day today, all the ins and outs, all the happenings and the goings. We're going to give you a little betting, a little gambling line information, uh, who wins and why, you know, stuff about Tom Brady and his legacy, you know, how the Super Bowl is going to be different from the COVID aspect. Is it really like a home field advantage? And then, of course, we're going to end our show with our one of our favorite segments, uh, our Jackass of the Week. And you're going to want to stay tuned for that as well, uh, because that is going to be a very, very interesting uh, recipient uh, of the Jackass of the Week. But let's um, 
Let's just get into it. Let's just really get after this game and, and really kind of break this whole thing down. Um, I do want to. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, Matt's still here. Okay, yeah, I thought... yeah, yeah, I'm still here. I'll speak up every, you know, once every two minutes. <laughs> I, I love it. Uh, so if you've been living under a rock again, it is Tom Brady and the Buccaneers versus Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, they both played on week 12. The Chiefs barely beat the Bucs 27-24. Um, it was a closer game than most people will think, even though looking at it, Kansas City came out to a 17, pretty much 17 nothing lead, uh, and then Tampa crawled back in that game because I think Kansas City kind of rested on their laurels, as it were, and Tampa Bay just came back. Mahomes ended up going 426 and three touchdowns. Uh, you had Tyreek Hill had three touchdowns. Tom Brady was 345 and three touchdowns. He did have two picks. Um, Mike Evans and Jones the second scored the touchdowns for Tampa. So it really was a close game. And if you're looking at the betting lines right now, there the Vegas has got it set up that this is going to be a close game as well. Um, uh, so looking at it, let me go into that. It's a plus three. The uh, Tampa is getting plus three over under is 56. So that's kind of where we're going to start. I kind of want to start with you, uh, Mike. What do you think the um, what do you think the how do you think this game is going to play out? Like, what do you think is going to happen in this game? Give me kind of your assessment and your breakdown on what you were looking at and looking for in this game. Betting stuff aside, just in general, how you think the actual yeah. game is going to play out? Mike, how many I, times I did your head just spin after George just asked you 11 questions <laughs> in a 12-second span? Let's see. One. Um. <laughs> this, is a, this, this is like the questions in uh, Back to School. <laughs> Question one. There are 42 parts. <laughs> <laughs> hey, take it easy. <laughs> the answer? Four? <laughs> <laughs> No, I yeah, I'll I'll try to answer as best I can. Uh, I might miss a couple questions though. No, I might gonna be like, what the fuck did you just ask me? <laughs> I'm gonna go score on I take on a my coffee example. black <laughs> <laughs> or venti, as George would know it. No, it, it, I I think it's gonna be a close game. I don't see any blowout game. Um, it's almost it's kind of funny. It, it's it's like taking a young Brady against an old Brady. To me, I see Patrick Mahomes as a little more agile with running, but it's almost what we saw the past 10 years in New England. It's almost the same kind of team, uh, a great quarterback, a great coach, a great um, tight end, great receivers, great running backs. I mean, it's literally, it's, it's kind of old school Patriots against each other. Uh, I don't see it being a blowout game. I don't see it being a, 102 to three. I, I, I think they're going to have certain quarters, <clears throat> you know, I, I might, my prediction, it'll alternate one team's going to come out swinging. They're going to fail in the second. The other team will take over the second and so on and so forth. But I don't know. I think it'll be, uh, <clears throat> I think the receivers, I think, um, is it Godwin Evans? I think th those two guys are, are, are in for a good game. Uh, Fournette's in for a good game. As much as we hate them on this podcast, Travis Kelsey is one of the that top guys in the Kelsey. league. And, and I, 
I think he is going to be the guy that they're going to look at. But I also think that Gronk is going to be a, a silent killer. I think Brady has been waiting this this moment all year long to really utilize. And if we saw the past few games that Tampa played, Brady utilized Gronk a lot more than he has all season. So maybe that's Bruce Aarons' way of kind of stepping him up to the table and, and playing him out. So I, I think it's going to be a, uh, a tight end duel at some point of the game. It's going to be tight end versus tight end. It's going to be Kelsey versus uh, Gronkowski. And my money's on Gronk. But, yeah, that's my take. I think uh, I missed about 10 questions, but I, I, think I, I think my ramble covered up for it. I think you went nine for 21. Not bad. <laughs> it's hard when George can't phrase a simple question. Hey, Mike, what do you think of the Super Bowl chances? Boom, go. And he has to phrase it 19 different ways. Jesus Christ, George. I tried my best. Anyway. <laughs> well, Matt, same list of questions to you. <laughs> See, here's what what I'm nervous about. I think think Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and that that defense, I think they're going to destroy the Buccaneers. Wow. And I I just – because Brady, he didn't have the best game against Green Bay. He almost blew it. I mean, he had a, what, a 28-10 to lead at halftime? Call me out on the numbers. I'm not looking at him right now. 28-10. to And then I'm like, my God, this guy's going to – he's going to roll right into the Super Bowl, and this son of a bitch is going to win. He almost blew it. He threw three interceptions. Another stat you guys have to call me out on. But Yes, he did. Yep. So he threw three picks. And stupid uh, Aaron Rodgers, which he should have gone for it on fourth down, and he should have ran the damn ball on that play, pretty much gave up or, you know, go back to his in- – his smarts, he's just retarded. Or I shouldn't say that. I apologize for that. But Brady almost Whatever. blew that game. Yeah, they and were up back. Here's the thing. If he does that against the Chiefs, you don't get that luxury. You don't get that wiggle room. And that's why I, I hate to say it because as a Patriots fan, I'm not bitter that Brady took, you know, I'm not bitter at all. I don't. That guy doesn't owe me anything. But I don't think this is going to be a close game. I think that you can't get lackadaisical with that defense. And then you're going to have Patrick Mahomes, who's now had that extra week of rest. He's still banged up from the head injury. I'm, I'm a, it's a miracle he played. Oh, I forgot about he's that. Gonna, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, He's going to take that ball, man. He's going to take control. I mean, he's like a player coach. I, I kind of like the comparison that Mike just had. I don't think he's as smart as Brady right now. But he's – He's close, and he has way – yeah, he's of course, he's way more mobile, but – and you just can't get that lackadaisical, and I don't think the Buccaneers' defense is going to stop Patrick Mahomes. I really don't. I think this is going to be a blow-up. I'm, I'm, I'm not even going against the grain here. I really, truly believe that. As much as I don't want it and I want Brady, I'm taking I'm, – I'm taking the stupid freaking douchebag Kelsey and his crew. Well, uh, I think I just pulled my other side of the back. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm going to be I'm going to be honest. I think it's I'm with Mike. It's going to be a close game. Um, I think if it is a blowout, it is going to be Kansas City's side of it. I just don't see. I just don't see Tampa blowing out Kansas City. Their offense is too explosive. They've got way too many weapons. Um, 
you know, on the uh, on the um, on the Kansas City side in the offense. The only thing that really I think it's going to come down to is isn't just necessarily Brady and Mahomes and the offenses. I think it's going to come up with the defenses. So you've got a really, really liquid, hot magma defense in Tampa Bay right now that is playing like their hairs on fire, balls out, just making plays and coming up with interceptions and and coming up with with turnovers. I mean, you were right. They were, uh, you know, it was 20, it was 21, 10 uh, at half 21, 21, 10 at halftime. And yeah, Brady had three picks and was pretty much lousy in the second half of that, that NFC title game against Green Bay. But time after time, his defense got a timely sack for like 10 to 15 yards, a pick in the, you know, on the side, you know, uh, to pretty much seal the game. You had, um, you know, just turn after to turnover or big timely plays on the defense. I mean, it, you know, that, that kid white. Yeah, but the Chiefs are going to capitalize on those turnovers. So, right. Well, so that's, sure. I, and I, I, well, so I agree with that, but I'm, I'm saying on the defensive side for the, for the, uh, for the Bucks, on the Chiefs side, yeah, it's not necessarily they're going to be able to play a good defense. It's if can they capitalize? Can the offense capitalize on any mistakes if there are any that Brady makes? Because I think if you're going if you're going down the checklist, right, and you're going like quarterback. As much as I love Tom Brady, I got to give it to Patrick Mahomes right now. He's playing a better game. Offensively, you got to go with the Chiefs. Defensively, I'm going with the Bucks. And special teams, I'm probably going with the Bucks too. And coaching, I'm going with the Chiefs if I'm just running it down, you know, as simple oh, yeah. as it is. That's a no-brainer right there. There's no – Bruce Arians is not – I mean, he is literally in, on cruise control. He has, oh, you know yeah. what? he has the best job in the world next to the guy that came up with a cure for COVID, the vaccine. He has the best job in the world. He's like the vice president. You sit down and you don't do – a goddamn thing. He just lets Brady run that show. I'm actually jealous of that that bastard who actually beat cancer. So it's a good story there. But um, I, I, I just, I, I, I still, it's not going to happen. Well, I mean, he, I want it to. Well, here's here, here's so here's why I think it, it is, and here's the breakdown of it. Kansas City's defense is not that good. They're really not. Um, they rank in the bottom third um, in the passing game, and they can't stop the run. And there's going to be inclement weather in Tampa. It's not going to be a really good um, game from the standpoint of, you know, like bright, sunny, 70 degrees, perfect weather. It's going to be, you know, pretty crappy. So I'm looking at it, and I'm saying that if Tom Brady can – effectively move the ball down the field and be a game manager and not the gunslinger that we're all hoping he's going to be. If he can be the game manager and he hands the ball off and he gives it to, or, or a little dink and dunk passes to like a Scotty Miller, you know, Leonard Fournette, you know, those type of things. And you could do that. And, and, and I don't want to say nickel and dime, but uh, you know, death by a thousand paper cuts on the, the Kansas City defense, you're going to eliminate what Kansas City does best, which is explosive offense. This is going to be a ball control. This could be a clock uh, control uh, game. This is what you're going to look for 
uh, out of out of this game. And if Tampa can do that, I think Tampa's defense is good enough to get some key timely stops and or turnovers and slow down. You're not going to stop completely, but slow down the Kansas City offense. Um, and, and again, with the with the weather coming in, I mean, looking at it Sunday, you're looking at yeah, you keep you keep answering that weather, man. But is it raining? Is it snowing? What's going down in Tampa? So let's go to Fox 25 for an update. <laughs> so Tampa Bay tomorrow, you're looking <laughs> at around 60 degrees, but you got weather coming in, rain coming in today and into tomorrow. And it's, supposed, it's and it's supposed to be and it's supposed to be it go rain right and it's supposed to be uh, it's supposed to be a heavier rain not like you know not like an Orlando you know like an Orlando sun shower where you know downpours for five minutes and cools oh, it's gonna, down it's going to be a Tampa it's Bay gonna, golden shower exactly right exactly George's uh, favorite. Hey, listen, a, a, a little... Oh, a, you have no a, idea how much pain that took me to say that. <laughs> Sorry, a buddy. Little, a little yellow discipline never hurt anybody, okay? But oh, what I'm saying... <laughs> yes, I am. As long as, long as Maddie's <laughs> able to talk, I will set the jokes up and he will spike them down. And I, I will sacrifice this. I'll sacrifice, uh, you know, collateral damage. Um, that was like that was like freaking Lawrence Taylor in the movie Any Given Sunday. He gets <laughs> yes. that one tackle for a million dollars. Well, I'm not getting a million dollars, but I needed that setup. Thank you, Mikey. You got it. Uh, I had to see your eye popped out. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Oh, so, so I. <laughs> so I be careful. So I um I think that you're gonna see. Tampa go down the field and and ha- and and really slow down the offense of Kansas City. I mean, if Kansas City doesn't have the ball, they can't score in that sense, right? So I th- really think that's going to happen. And again, because it's going to be a soggier field, I think that's also going to slow down Tampa's. Ex- I mean, uh, uh, Kansas City's explosive offense. I mean, they're predicated on the ability to get downfield quickly and efficiently. Well, if you're a half a second slower because your cleats are getting stuck in the mud, that's going to be a problem, you know. And and I think Tampa has the 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 tools on defense to be able to match up with a few guys. Now, are they going to hold Travis Kelsey? I mean, um, uh, uh, Tyreek Hill, you know, to like under a hundred yards like they did uh, um, with um, oh my God, what's the guy's name from Green Bay? Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. Thank you. Um, probably not. But if you Screw can, you. if you can, thank you. If you can keep him, <laughs> if you can keep him, low, you know, in the low, in the, you know, the, the low hundreds, you know, keep him at like 100, 110, you know, with no touchdowns, I think you'll be okay. I mean, Tampa's got a really good secondary. And the other good thing that Tampa does, they can rush the quarterback with four. They, they have a, they have a great, great game plan when they rush the code they so they can drop seven guys back in coverage and you can have a hybrid of zone for your linebackers on the underneath routes and go man-to-man on your wide receivers with help over the top with a guy like Tyreek Hill so I think Tampa can do it and if you're looking at Kansas City's defense they suck against the run so expect Tampa to come in here and run the ball with Jones run the ball with Fournette we never saw LaShawn McCoy so he could be activated, and that's fresh legs and a veteran guy who can run the ball in the hole and pick up positive yardage. 
that could be an X factor in this uh, Tampa game. Yep. So, so trust me. Put, put your money on Tampa. <laughs> it's, I went. I, I, I was I, just I, trying to listen. Sorry, I was oh, Matt's there. Okay, buddy. good. No, I I was just saying you were all right. You oh, you didn't you didn't uh, we didn't hear anything in the background, so we got nervous for a second. <laughs> no, I think you know for once. I mean, as much as it hurts to talk, uh, I can't disagree with George. You, as you far can say as, it. You could say it. I'm right. right. Yeah. Oh, go. Oh, you know what? <laughs> Never mind. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, every word counts. Or every word hurts, so I'm going to have to make it count. I, I can't disagree because the game clock is the huge thing for Brady. If he can control the ball and manage the game, that's his best chance of winning. For the Chiefs, they have to pick apart the Bucks defense, which is not that hard to do. Yes. Oh, shit. Yes, it's uh, – what am I trying to say? Yes, the defense is on fire. Yes, they're going in with a lot of confidence. However, none of these guys thought that they would be here, and none of them would be there without Brady. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. I'll take it from there. What my friend Matt's trying to say is true love is hard to find. <laughs> it and stops there and it picks up. It's going to happen. Yeah, I, I just I, – the, the only thing that worries me – and I, I shouldn't say the only thing, but one of the things that does worry me is Steve Spagnuolo. He's the defensive coordinator for the Chiefs. He's, I was say, kind of had Brady's number, but he's pretty even, uh, you know, almost a 50-50 split of wins and losses. But the wins he's gotten have been big ones. One of them being the near-perfect season that the Patriots put up in 2007. He was the defensive coordinator for the Giants. And what was he able to do? He was able to get pressure up the middle to Tom Brady, with the front four, he didn't need to blitz. And when he did, it was timely blitzes and he was able to get Brady off his spot and make him uncomfortable. And then obviously we know what happened after that. So it, it, there's, it, there is a bit of a nerves coming from, you know, the Tampa side of it on what Steve Spagnuolo can do on the defensive end. But again, you got to have the pieces. And I, if, if you're going to try and rush, and you're going to try and try and get Brady off the spot. Brady's going to, in my opinion, could be able to pick you apart with the weapons that he has on offense. I think Spagnola too. I think he knew, he knew Belichick's play calls and play style. So I think it helped him out in that 07 season, but he also knew now, I mean, it's a whole different offense, but I, I think Brady is, that's, that's the biggest thing. I mean, we're going to kind of bounce around today anyway, so I may as well just go out and keep going. Um, I think the biggest thing is everybody rip comparing it, rip it, baby, rip it. <laughs> <laughs> everybody, you know, c comparing. Uh, oh, this is is this Brady on on the Belichick offense, and this is two totally different teams. It's the same couple of guys, but two totally different teams on what it was. Two different offenses, two different styles. It just so happens to be Brady is the captain of the ship, and what he does is Brady esque. It's like seeing a Jordan fadeaway or a. Uh, a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar hook shot. It's it's the same, it's the same thing. No matter what team they play on, it's the same exact thing. It's the same style. It's just a different way of doing it. So I, I think it's going to be. Uh, but you're right. I didn't even think about him being defensive coordinator. He has Brady's number, yeah. and I think this is the the first time in a playoff game or a championship game that he's faced Brady since then. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So so I mean, this, 
There's a whole so, yeah, so Brady's zero and one against them in a, a you yeah. know from a playoff perspective. You know, I mean, a, four, and, a fourteen year lull should yeah. be good, but still, right. That's it. there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff. I mean, last game we, we brought up one of the last uh, shows we did, where it was the media, the media, the media punching out Green Bay's at home and Green Bay the field forty something degrees and there's soft spots and bouncy spots and Aaron Rodgers knows where to play. Well, he played like shit. He didn't. I should say, he didn't play the way that I would expect him to play. So I'm not even going to have the TV on volume. I'll have it on mute. I'm not listening to any media because I don't want to hear, well, oh, it's the first team at home because that's what they're focusing on. It's the first team ever in the, in the Super Bowl to play at home. And it's cool. It's great. But that doesn't mean lickety shit to anybody. It's just another normal game. You just so happen to have the advantage of A, fans, and B, playing at home. But, I mean, I want to see – I'm, I'm all for Tampa. I've been saying it. All season, I'm glad. And I even said it when Brady left. I, we agreed. I, I, I'm glad Brady's down there. I love it. I think it's a, it's a good chance for him to come back. But I think it's going to be, it's it's this is a media driven game. So I think what's going to happen is a lot of people are going to listen to the media and they're going to listen what they say, and it's not necessarily what they should be watching and listening to, as opposed to well. Mike, we're in the media, so they better freaking listen to what we have to say. I mean, I have the microphone. You will listen to every damn word I have to say. <laughs> I'm pretty convinced. Beat me to it. Good, You're welcome. Good reference. <laughs> Thank you. Matt screamed. He had it on mute. He was screaming. That. He was like, <laughs> um, So I do want to touch on one thing that is very – it sucks, right? Um, uh, on Thursday night, uh, Andy Reid's uh, kid, um, he got into a car yeah. accident. Um, and injured uh, a few people, two of them being uh, a couple young children uh, that are in the hospital um, with possible life-threatening injuries, and he is still in the hospital as well. Um, reports out that he had had a, two to three beers before he drove. Um, he already has a DUI. There's a possibility of charges being brought up next week. I don't want to talk about that. Um, I do want to say our, our thoughts and prayers on behalf of all of us in the armchair sports guys for the families uh, that are involved in the accident. Um, and I hope that those kids, you know, recover, um, you know, and, and are okay. Um, but Andy Reed's kid is a, um, is a, the, the linebacker, linebacker coach. coach. So yeah. how is that going to affect, you know, like, I mean, Andy Reed right now is going to be constant. I mean, as much as the game plan is pretty much already done, it's in the books. There's really no changes. You just, you're, you're in a ballroom today, basically, you know, just walking through the game plans, right? Walking through, there's no contact. He's trying to keep it. And both teams do this, try to keep it light and loosey goosey and keep everybody kind of on the up and up. How does Andy Reed's mind not drift to his son and what, trouble and whatnot that could bring down the road. I mean, how can you not, you know? So I think that may or may not play a bit of a factor um, in the game. And and, and I'm going to say this and I, it is no slight to the victims. I hope at least Andy Reid can stay focused for, and I'll say this 60 minutes. I know there's the pregame, there's the halftime and, you know, obviously whatnot, but I hope he can stay focused for those 60 minutes and not let his mind wander. Um, But how can you not? You know, um, well, that, that's that's I know you don't want to talk about it a lot. That that's a huge that is that's a huge huge factor. I mean that changed. I was going to bring it up. I mean that changed a, a whole bunch of stuff. And you're right. I mean, and if and if Tampa wins and Kansas City loses, is that going to be the storyline? Andy Reid couldn't focus because of it, which 
which also sucks. It, it, it was a bad decision. You know, you're in, you're in the biggest game of your, of your career, whether it's your first time or your 10th time, stay home, yeah. kick back. Don't go out. You don't, you don't need, this is the last game of the fucking season. Don't go out, stay yeah. home. You, you've battled through COVID, through postpones, through games canceling, through injuries, through whatever else you've done this entire year, but you choose this one time to go out and I've been there. Trust me. I, I I've mean, been down this just, bracket. But just call an Uber or like you said, if, if you if you feel like you gotta go out and get them, you know, phenomenal Kansas City ribs, right? If you really gotta go out and get that Kansas right. City ribs, a Kansas City barbecue, go have at it. Uber eats, or if you want to go out and have a few beers with a couple of your buddies before you get shipped off, like I know they were leaving uh today based on the itinerary, and you wanna, you know, blow off some steam and you know, kinda like, all right, our game plan's done, we're ready to go. I'm going to have a couple of beers with some buddies before I leave, you know, so when we come back as champions, assuming that that's what happens, right? If that's what they do, that's the thought process that I'm going to be able to then celebrate even more, but I want to see my friends before I go down to Tampa, then fine. Either have one of them drive, get a D get a DD or call Uber. And it's not, it's just like, it's not worth it, you know? And, and, you know, again, I don't want children. yeah, and and that's and well, that's, that I mean, was, yeah, that's the thing. And yeah, that's, that's and I mean, not that it's any. I mean, not that it would be any less if it was adults. Um, but obviously, when children are involved, it pulls in the heartstrings of people a lot right. more, and that's and that's what sucks. So again, on behalf of all of us here in the Archer Sports guys, uh, we obviously send our 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 prayers and thoughts uh, to the you know to the families of the victims, and and you know we hope those kids end up pulling through. Um, yeah. But you know, obviously, in the and the coming weeks, you know, if anything develops, you know, further, you know, we'll certainly keep you in touch with that. But I do that. I, I do agree with you, Mike. And and, and Matt, I, you know, I, I think you'll agree that, you know, there's, you know, that's going to have an effect on this game, you know, in some way, shape or form. Maybe it's a, a two to five minute lapse of judgment or thinking or focus that could change the, the, the course of this game. Yeah. The Andy Reid is going to be stoic. I, I, I know that. Again, the media, they're gonna they're gonna ask him the questions. He's gonna hear it. I think if he knows his son is is okay, which he is by all accounts, he's still in the hospital getting checked, but no life-threatening injuries, he's okay. I, I think his next thing is how the other family's doing, how the other people are doing, but they're gonna ask him about it. And I think Andy Reid, just because it's it's still a job, it's still he's still the head coach of a Super Bowl team. There has to be a focus. It sucks. It's not being heartless. It's not being uh, uh, cynical. It just, he has to focus. And that's just it. He has to be stoic. They're going to ask him. And, you know, Tampa, there's somebody in the organization that's probably going to say it the wrong way, but probably thank to God, oh, this happened. This kind of really gives us a, a, an up now. I don't think, I don't think it's Brady saying it. I, I don't see, but I think somebody in the lifeblood of, from the front offices to, uh, the ball boy probably going, Jesus, what happened to them and not us? Thank God. All right, now can we – so there's a whole bunch of factors here. I mean, it the whole thing sucks. I, I just hope that it doesn't take away from – I don't want to be heartless either, but take away from the whole the whole game. I mean, it, it sucks. It's it, yeah. it was a bad decision. We all agree. I guess move on from it for these guys and yeah, just, you know, Hopefully, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't, it sucks. It, I, I've been down those roads. I, I know, I know the road. It sucks. So, but. 
decisions are, are made. Well, let's, I mean, obviously, you know, I, I don't want to get too, you know, too much more into let's talk it. talk about death. So I my about, dad. I think about, I think about, uh, I think that we've pretty much covered, um, you know, covered, you know, that part of it. But I do have a question. Um, and we're obviously going to give our predictions down the road. And Matt, I want to start with you on this one. Um, if Brady wins or loses, does this help or hurt his reputation? So if he wins, uh, you know, it helps him and whatnot. And I get that. But if he loses, is it that big of a deal? And then, you know, I, I want your thoughts on that. So that that question, I was I was toggling back and forth. If he wins, it's it means it's it's bigger. If he wins, it means that he's a god, right? If he loses, people are going to say, "Well, so what?" You be uh, they're going to probably you know what? It's actually if he loses, Pat Mahomes, they're going to be like, "Okay, pat on the back, you beat a forty three year old, buddy." If Pat Mahomes <laughs> wins, the, the, he's the real loser in this, guys. I'm dead serious. This is this this is what I wanted to bring up. Yes, if Brady wins, he's a god. And he, you know, the whole Belichick thing, he's already beaten Belichick. He won round one. He's already beaten him. He's already proved a point. Round one goes to Tom Brady, not to Bill Belichick. Mm -hmm. If Brady wins, he's a god. If he loses, people are going to say, who gives a shit? He's 43 years old. Pat Mahomes, win or lose for his second Super Bowl, if he does, which I think he will, People are going to be like, yeah, buddy, your second Super Bowl is kind of like uh, it's a it's a, it's going to be an asterisk next to, next to it in the Hall of Fame or in the Super Bowl Hall of Fame or or wherever you beat a 43 year old. That's who I really feel bad for. And of course, I will say my piece. I hope that Andy Reid's kid and the, and every and the victims are OK. I want that on record. Makes up for my other comment earlier. But seriously, oh, actually, Pat Mahomes is is. <laughs> Pat, Mahomes, <laughs> Pat Mahomes is I'll, I'll throw it right back to you guys win or lose is Pat Mahomes is this kind of like an, an asterisk I think it is you beat a 43 year old buddy congratulations or you lose the game it's even worse you lost to a 43 year old talk to me goose I I um I can understand where you're coming from on that I think if it if the Chiefs lose I think it I think it cements Brady's legacy even more than it actually hurts Mahomes. Um, and what it does is it kills theoretically, it kills the, the, the thought process of a new dynasty, which is what I think is more important to, to Brady is not just the win, but his legacy and him being, you know, a, a, you know, a dynasty in and of himself, you know, like it wasn't, you know, the, the Patriot way is now the Brady way, not the Belichick way. Right. So I think it's more helps Brady than it hurts Mahomes. But um, and I only say that because Mahomes is what, like 24, 25, maybe. Um, and he's still got uh, I mean, what? He's still got like 1700 years left on his contract and 4000 trillion billion gazillion dollars left. So it's like. Really? He kid's going to play for a long time. And, and this team is, should be good for a long time, as long as he can manage the cap with his ridiculous contract. But even beyond that, there he is. Uh, <laughs> I'm out of my oh, element. Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I will say that um, in general, um, I think this Matt's definitely, first time using a phone. I, I, <laughs> I think in general, this is, um, 
this is more about Brady and his legacy as opposed to hurting Mahomes or or even helping Mahomes. I mean, if if they win, if the Chiefs win, it just cements a dynasty. And I'll use that term loosely because I think you got to win more than two in a row to be a dynasty. But it sets you on the path to be a dynasty. Um, you know, if they end up coming back and and getting to the Super Bowl next year and or winning next year, you're setting that up better than than Mahomes being hurt because he lost to a 43-year-old, of which I take very, very, very big offense to, by the way. You should. You I should. I, I said do. it for that specific reason. <laughs> and Mike. I have this background <laughs> for that specific reason. You're out of your element, George. <laughs> Not the that first time. That fucking hurt real bad when I just said that, by the way. <laughs> How You still didn't really kind of you, – you, 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 you were beating around the bush there. Mike – Tell me, try to prove me wrong. I'm the guy with the white sign. I think Pat Mahomes, win or lose, you beat a 43-year-old. You beat an old man. Congratulations. You lose. What a dipshit. What a loser. A deadbeat. Somebody in the community won't give a shit about. Prove me wrong. I'm the guy with the white sign. Patrick Mahomes is playing for a contract. Tom Brady is playing for his career. I think Patrick Mahomes, you're 100% right. This is going to be... An asterisk, either you got beat by a, an old an old guy or you beat an old guy who right. with a new team. They're gonna find they're gonna find ways to pick this pick this whole thing apart. Like George, right. like you said, he's got seventeen thousand more years, hundred and ten trillion dollars left, and Brady has what fifty million dollar contract. So he's in this matchup going contract wise. Just just, and I'll get to my other points after this. Just going contract wise, going money wise, Brady's a low level quarterback here. When you look at signing-wise, team-wise, Brady's a low-level guy. Just like when Brady played in 2001-2002 Super Bowl against Kurt Warner, Kurt Warner was the the wiry veteran, and Brady was this newcomer that, who's this guy? He did okay. Who's this new guy? It was an asterisk. Well, Brady took over for Bledsoe. He's not even that good. So if the Pats win, well, it's an anomaly. And if Kurt Warner wins, then, oh, they should have won because it's Kurt Warner. So this is the same situation. Kind of will segue to one of our other questions coming up as what's the difference of those generations and this generations. But I think this, I think this game itself, just given the dynamics of what Brady, what we're as Pats fans are used to for the 20 for 21 years, he was here or 20 years. He was here. I think this will solidify him. I like history. I like everything about history. I think it's, I used to work with a woman who was in her nineties who said to me, I remember my grandparents voting for Abraham Lincoln and telling me about it. That to me was the coolest thing. Like there's a, there's a life, there's a, a lifeline to that. Like it was the coolest thing. We'll never see in our generations ever. Think about this in our generations and probably our kids. Well, our generations. (laughs) We'll never see. Oh, you bastard. (laughs) That joke just wrote itself. (laughs) <laughs> we will we will never, ever, ever, ever see, and I'll go on record and say this right now, and I'll fight anyone, fist fight on the street. We'll never see any athlete, athlete in the history of sports in our generation do what Tom Brady has done for the past 20 years. We'll never no see. No argument it. there. No his, argument his accomplishments there. we'll never, ever, ever, ever see again. An anomaly is something that shouldn't have been there. Brady should have been here. He was picked shitty. But look at him now, 43. The, this could be one of his last games, 
maybe last Super Bowl of his career if things go sour the next couple of years. He wants to play till he's 45, but going back to original statement, I I think this will solidify Brady, at least his own mental capacity, solidify him as literally the greatest of all time, the greatest athlete of all time. Well, I mean, besides besides Bill Russell, and and no disrespect to him, right. if we're talking modern athletes, he'll have one more than Jordan if he wins. And to me, right. that's the mic drop. I mean, him and Jordan right. are literally here. I mean, they're they're you know they're neck and neck for championships for greatest of all time. And Brady will be the greatest greatest of all time. Right. You know what I mean? Like it. And, and Bill Russell, you're right. He does. He does have. I mean, Jesus Christ. But, but the only thing that Bill Russell, the only thing that Bill Russell has over um, anybody else, if he got to the championship game, whether it's a high school, collegiate, or NBAs, he was winning. He never right. lost a championship game, a right. series, period. Like, he was just that good. So, I, I'll take Russell over anybody if you put him, you know, at the, but – if you're talking modern athletes, this day and age, you know, all the teams involved, the, the way things are done now in, 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 in sports, Brady, Jordan are tied, and Brady is going to go down, if he wins this, the best of the best of the best. I think he's, I think he's already there. I think he's already there, man. I think he's better. I think he's bigger than Jordan. I think, you know, think about it. Where was Jordan at 43? And I love Michael Jordan. Oh, where yeah, was he, he was at playing, the, playing for the Wizards. Not in the maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. After retirement. Think After retiring. It. Jordan retired in 2003. Yep. Did he? When, when was when was his last NBA Finals? 97, 98? Sick. Yeah. 98 yeah. Against, against Utah. Right around there. Yeah. So Jordan, just like uh, I, I like and another guy I respect, Derek Jeter. I mean, those guys literally – Peyton Manning literally played till the wheels fell off. This guy at 43 is probably in better shape at 33 yeah. because of what he's been doing. I think he already has that title, man. I think if, there was you, a, if, if you want to put a Mount Rushmore, Brady is number one. Jordan is number two. You guys That's can just, correct me. I, I don't, if, I don't know if he who... does win it. And if he does win it, he, he definitely, uh, you know, he proves the case for all the the Brady haters out there. Like, oh, I, I got to give it to him. He's above Jordan now. Yeah. Like, f off. Right. Screw you. He's already there. He's forty three and he's in the fucking Super Bowl. Jesus Christ. There was a <laughs> there's a picture Bowl, floating man. around. There's a picture floating around, and I don't know who the it's Tom Brady at forty three now. Side by like a mirror, like a side by side screenshot of like Tom Brady's face now in the Oakland Raiders quarterback from like the seventies. Oh, George Blanda. He was 43. Oh, yeah. The other and guy. They, and they looked at like 45. They, yeah. And they're like, they look at, it looks Blando like the is, old man. Blando was drinking Bud Heavies and smoking Marlboro Reds at, at halftime on the bench. Brady's like, drinking. <laughs> Brady, <laughs> Brady's drinking, juice. you know, having avocado ice cream and concussion. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's crazy. It, it, so, it just showed like the, the dynamic of. What, yeah. And again, that goes back. That just kind of yeah. dabbles back to the, the Bill Russell. Those, those eras. Those are different. Yeah. It's a whole different, different yeah, again, yeah. I get that. I, we've said it. You couldn't put Ted Williams in today's game. Couldn't put Bob Yorn in today's game. You couldn't put, fuck, Babe Ruth. Brady's Ben. You, Brady's, you, you could put Ted could. Williams in today's game, and you could oh, put th- Bob yeah. Yorn in today's game, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't that's, think it would, uh, that's, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll see it. it for another time. I, you can't put <laughs> Bob Yorn in today's <laughs> hockey game. 
Are you kidding Bobby me, Bobby like, Orr? Bobby Orr, like a cone out there. Bobby, boy, Bobby, <laughs> no, 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 no. Forget, forget the speed and all that. I'm talking Bobby Orr's skill set and Bobby Orr when he was just dangling and 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 dipsy doodling around the ice, around players, and just making people look silly. I mean, break breaking ankles on a hockey rink the way guys, the way like you know, run uh, receivers do on a football field. Bobby Orr absolutely could play uh, in today's NHL and dominate. Dominate. You know what's funny about those guys? Those nope. guys played. They they played their window of, of Fact, time. Not Brady, opinion. Brady has played in three different generations: the late nineties, yeah. the early two thousands, and the two thousand actually four. No, no, two thousand, two thousand tens, and the twenties. Now he's played yeah, in four well, different I, yeah, generations. Well, yeah, and it, well, he's played. And, he's at least played in four different variations of the game. And right. you know that the That's early meant, yeah. part, yeah, yeah, the early part where you could actually hit and play football and dominated. Then he was a wide open, you know, sort of a West Coast style offense in the 2007s and whatnot. Even though they didn't win, they still were dominant that era. And then had reinvented right. himself, um, you know, for you know for the um, you know for the, the the late run. And now he's back in the Super Bowl. Um, and and you know, so it's it's uh. It's kind of nice. I'm, I, I'm again I, as a Brady fan, as a Tampa fan, you know, I'm absolutely loving this. Um, and uh, there we are. Oh, we'll be enjoying hey. by. So, so if you don't know, if you're, if you're, uh, you know, watching here, Sean Farhadian is joining us. He's connecting his audio Let's right see. now. Looks like he's trying to connect. And uh, <laughs> and as soon as he connects his audio, he's going to tell us where he is in parts unknown. Um, so I'll give him a chance to, uh, I, I think he's in Provincetown. I think he's in Provincetown. That's me. He's on Crane's Beach in Ipswich. (laughs) (laughs) Sean, I love the, uh, the old school Brady, the vintage Brady. I will will say we just, we just went to Dick's Sporting Goods and I bought a black, uh, Tampa Bay Bucks Brady jersey. So I gave it. Uh, Nice. One of these? One of these? Yeah, I got the, I got that one. Yep. The pewter one, absolutely. Yeah, you did. It's the sexiest no, 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 jersey got, out mine, there. Mine, mine's not pewter. Oh, the black, oh, you'll black. get the blackout one. All right, nice, nice. Yep. Yeah, excellent. And what did you get for us kids, Daddy? <laughs> so, if you don't know, Sean has made his way down to Tampa. Uh, so, Sean, because we're all on uh, the edge of our seats, we have to know: Are you going to the game on Sunday? No. No, okay. I'm not going to actually go. Tickets are okay. like nine grand, so. I didn't ask you bit. what the cost was. I'm asking you, we're you going. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're in Tampa now. So I'm nice. actually at the casino. I just wanted to call in and say what's up. I'll, uh, I'll let you boys get back to it. I'm going into the casino now at the hard You got to win so. nine grand, buddy. Go to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, that Sean, before be- before you jump into we'll the see. casino, I do it because we're going to go over our picks. I'm going to ask these two guys the picks in a little bit. Yeah. So I want to know because obviously you're in the heart of the Super Bowl um, and the old experience. Um, a, what's yeah. the vibe like down there? And B, um, who wins and why? It's cool, man. Um, so we stay, we're staying a little bit outside Tampa. We're like 20 minutes away. So last night we were in Indian Rock and it was kind of, kind of dead. Like, but you see a couple people with Chiefs jerseys. We went, when we got to Tampa now. All you see is Mahomes jerseys and Tyree Kill jerseys. A couple guys wearing. Um, Bonte, or what's his name? Bonte David and uh, Devin White jerseys I saw. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's cool. When you're on the highway, all the buildings have these big signs that say go Bucks with the with the big flag and the skull and crossbones on them. So, they're, it seems like they're excited down here, man. So, it should be a good good one. And I think, uh, yeah, quick before I run in there, I think um, 
Tampa Bay wins by uh, by 10. I'm going I love like 31, it. 31, 30, 31, 21. That's my guess. Wow. I like it. 31, 21. Well, listen, put put ten dollars put ten dollars on 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 black for me in honor of your Brady jersey. And uh, we appreciate <laughs> you calling in. Thank you, sir. You too. Later. So Sean Farhadian checking in from Tampa Bay. Uh, I love I it. So five dollars me for on black because Black History Month, George. But I we'll let it go. There. Hey, I'm putting it on for Tampa. Um, so I have to ask because this is what I have a question <laughs> on. Um, Brady, he this is his tenth Super Bowl, right? Seven and three looks a hell of a lot better than six and four. If he loses, does that tarnish that image of him? Like you said, you know, being godlike. I mean, that's a there's a huge difference between a C and a D. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, from a from a from a standpoint. <laughs> I mean, that's. <laughs> I mean, I we know. We know. We know. We know, know. that. <laughs> um, you always went for the D. <laughs> it puts the lotion on the skin. It puts the lotion in the basket. I had to say it. Ah, uh, yeah. And and as you say, your back gets thrown out again. So who? Uh, so Matt, I'll start with you. Um, uh, you how you got jokes. Um, does it Brady need to win basket. this game to keep his legacy up here? And then not take that hit, you know, for being six and four and closer to 500. Uh, to be the hands down greatest of all time, number one above Muhammad Ali, above Jordan, that kind of talk. No, just in no, just as in like, um, oh, well, I mean, Brady's good, but he lost four Super Bowls, which I know is kind of stupid because it's like, well, dude, he <laughs> still went to 10, right? He still has a winning record, but you're closer to 500 than you are. You know, uh, closer to no, you know, perfect because here's the thing look at the Detroit Red Wings, they won all those cups. Look at Montreal Canadiens, they have 24 cups, you have banners hanging in the rafters. Does anybody count the, the cups that they lost? Who the hell does that? So, no, <laughs> I, I, well, again, I'll, I'll propose it this way Tuka Rask has been to three. Oh, here we go. No, no, I'm serious. No, no, but think of this Tuka Rask has been to three Stanley Cups, he won one. With the Bruins, but he wasn't the the, you know the uh, the goalie. He's now been in two others and is lost. So he's one and two, and, right, but and he, more. He, but more importantly, he's zero and two when he's been the starting goalie. That's a huge. Right, that's difference. an argument. That's fine. But what if Tuka's? Let's but what say if Tuka let, six let's, cups and he's three and three? Is anybody going to be like, hey, buddy, you may have three rings on your finger, but f you, you lost those three. Those I would. Three. No, I would. Yeah, that's because you suck, George. I definitely that's, would. That's 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 what I'm talking about. Who's going to say that about Patrice Bergeron? Let's put it in a nicer term. Nicer okay. guy. Um, All right. He goes to six cups. He goes three and three. Is anybody going to count those three losses or even bring it up? The guy, you see that guy walking down the street, you're going to be like, that's Patrice Bergeron, dude. That's three cups. He's a fucking first ballot Hall of Famer. That's Tom Brady. Guy's got six Super Bowls. Now, we would love to say seven Super Bowls, but is anybody going to say, yeah, you know what, though? He he went to the Super Bowl ten times. Yeah, good for him. He won. But it wasn't 11. He didn't even go 11 yeah. times. <laughs> like, nobody's going to give a shit. That's what it looks like. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Everybody's going to focus on the wins. The glass is half full, George. It's 2021. 2020 is over. Start focusing on that glass being half full, my friend. 
I don't look at it as half full or half empty. I think there's just more room for booze. Yeah, I agree. I agree with yeah. that. George, you're right. On that Fact, one. not opinion. Mike, I'll ask you the yeah. same question. Does Brady's uh does Brady's uh legacy take a hit by going six and four instead of seven and three? No, no. Okay. I'm with Matt. Only only a real asshole would, would have to look at the negative and exactly. say that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> only a That's real so fucking negative. Only a real Dan Shaughnessy type asshole would look at the <laughs> negatives and say, Well, he didn't do this. If he wins seven, because it's an if. If he if he takes seven, a whole other team, the media moving, twenty years of a career here. There's so much change in his life. He's just such a focused player, such a smart quarterback. He's so smart. Even Bruce Arians said, "Let him do what he wants. Let him do what he wants." And he runs the offense the way Brady wants. You want to do that? Fine. And the start of the season, everyone said, "Oh, Bruce Arians and Brady, they're butting heads." Squat in a fire hydrant. They weren't butting heads. They were. At all. No, dude, they absolutely were. They absolutely that's why they were seven and six at uh at their um at the the, the bye week. Because but of the because Arians the wanted Arians wanted and still wants the no risk it, no biscuit type of play, which is fine, which is great. And that's what Arians offense and the way this Buck style is sort of set up. But Brady's Bread and butter, and what he's the best at is that dink and dunk, systematically go down the field, use the clock, have a long eight to ten minute drive, and then death by a million paper cuts. That has been his bread and butter for 20 years, and you've asked him to change it. Now, granted, granted, a lot of times it has been, quote unquote, his arm strength. And does he have the arm strength to throw the ball downfield? And he's thrown the ball downfield more this year than he has any other year. So obviously it's not his arm strength. He's like you said, Matt, earlier, you know, he's he's probably bigger, better, stronger, faster now at 43 Easily. than he was at 33. And that's great. But his bread and butter is breaking down the defense. Small and, and and yeah, and, and not only is it is it physically breaking them down, but it mentally breaks them down when literally you can spend 10 minutes keeping the defense on the field and get a touchdown. Maybe your defense holds the offense to a three and out or, you know, a seven and out, you know, real quick, you know, drive by the, uh, by the offense on the other team. And then bang, you're back on the field again, another eight to 10 minute drive, get another touchdown. Now you're up 14 with a defense that's panting like a dog in the sun. It's just proving you know your I mean? point, Mike, by the way, that hey, he, win or lose, he, win, or, long win or lose, it's not going to tarnish his record, bro. No. I know. You, I, just, you I, are saying I, exactly what Brady I think, does. What I think made him successful. I think seven and three looks a hell of a lot different oh, than yeah, six and four. Oh yeah, of course, of course. I so, mean, who doesn't? I, I, I just, one number. I, yeah, but that's a big but that, difference. But, but that's the thing. How many difference. Super Bowls did Joe Montana lose? Zero. He was four and all up. right. I, I didn't think that you had that in the bag. <laughs> Fuck you, but <laughs> dude, I'm all oh, backfired. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> really? Yeah, really? Yeah, I mean, yeah, right on. Yeah. All right, all right. I'm good. I'll see myself out. I'm losing connection, guys. <laughs> I mean, really? He didn't lose any. And that's and that's why that's why people say how many cups the dumbest... did Gretzky lose? None. But Joe, one. but Joe Montana, when one. Joe Montana one. left one, okay. 
When Joe Montana left San Francisco. Nobody focuses on the losses. It's all the wins. When, well, then when maybe Joe we Montana, should. Look at it. Next on Chip Sports, guys. We're digging in why Gretzky lost one cup. Now. It's like the movie The Liar Liar where he goes, you just won $11 million. He goes, I'm going to hit him where it hurts. Like, that's <laughs> George. That's George. When, when yeah. Joe Montana left San Francisco, he went to Kansas City. He didn't win shit in Kansas City. Brady right. left in the AFC title game. He didn't win a Super Bowl. No, Brady's in the Super Bowl. No, I agree. And if Brady wins, I I now Joe Montana's an Notre Dame guy. He's one of the greatest quarterbacks, I think, to ever play the game. But if Brady wins this game, I think Brady's already above Montana, what he's ever done. That's oh Brady by far is above it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Anybody who says like Montana's above Brady I mean, is an idiot. Yeah, no, hundred percent. So it's like yeah. some people saying Dan Marino. Dan Marino's a great quarterback, but he never won a goddamn anything. Yeah. Went to the Super Bowl in his first year, lost, and then that was it. Right. Yeah. Right. So, so Brady, all right. Yeah, his legacy won't be tarnished. So, um, and I want to kind of ask this question because obviously with the COVID, you know, they having, um, you know, what's it, seventy five hundred um, first responders and and nurses and whatnot yeah. on the stands. They're awesome. having, I mean, which is great. I think it's great. I know um, the the Patriots um, and Bob Kraft used their their plane to fly down a lot of people from the New England area that were involved. I guess all the teams are having, um, you know, different. Uh, you know, different, um, you know, different people coming down. So I, I love that aspect of it. There's going to be some fans in the stands. Um, so I, I think 25,000 is there. 20, yeah, 000. I think 25,000. Um, so I guess I, I got a question. How is this going to be different? And I'm going to give you guys a couple of different things that I, that I see. It's kind of interesting, unique, but I, I'm kind of like, why? First of all, the first thing and I get it. You're in Tampa Bay and Tampa happens to be playing the first home team to ever play or first team to have right. their home stadium playing their home stadium in the Super Bowl. I love that. Right. It's great. The tradition in Tampa is when the Bucks score, they fire the cannons. I mean, that's the whole thing. Boom. Fire the cannons. Right. And the whole pirate ship that's there. They're not going to do that now. Okay, fine. But when you're in a Super Bowl and again, this is this is fact, not opinion. Anytime the Patriots scored, they play the Patriots goal, you know, score touchdown song, right? Yeah. Um, anytime that the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, uh, uh, were in last year, they played the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, song. It's just, it's, it's what they do. They, they set them up and then in-game music, they usually kind of have a mix mash of music from both stadiums that they play to get crowds riled up and whatnot. I mean, so why they're not doing this for both. I mean, the, the, the pirate ship is like the thing to go down to see in the Tampa Bay in, in, in Raymond James stadium, why they're not firing the cannons for both teams, just because it's a cool thing is just dumb. So that's one. And two, the second thing I want to touch base on is the halftime show. I don't care. The weekend's going to be in it and whatever, but the halftime show is going to be in the stands. And it's going to be like 25 minutes long. Let me repeat that for the people in the back. It is going to be 25 Here. minutes 25. long. Not No, not 20, 25. He said, George, hit again. They can't hear you in the back. Quiet back oh. there. Assholes. 25 minutes long. So You heard it that time. So here's the hey, thing. Hey, George, that just means like five extra beers, bro. I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with that, too, to a certain sure. extent. But why are you screwing with the halftime for both of these teams? Like, it, normally it's like, normally it's like a, 
12 to 15. Yeah, it's like 15, 17 minutes, right? You're going in and out. You're going in. Yeah. You know, the it, smartest, you know the smartest thing about this? You know the smartest company in this whole goddamn shit show of a charade is? The smartest fucking company? Budweiser. Anheuser-Busch. They pulled out all of their shit because they said, we're going to use what we have for promotions and for money and for donations to find a health of vaccine, to push more stuff. They're helping people. They don't want to be in the Super Bowl. Yes, they've gotten their money. Pepsi's the same way. Well, we're not. We have no commercials, but we're going to sponsor the halftime show. F off with that. God, I really held back. I really held back what I wanted to say there. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's all for ratings. This the Super Bowl yeah. halftime show is the biggest since Prince has been shit. Since Springsteen or Prince. Prince or was the been. balls. I said that. Since him, it's been shit. Yeah. Prince was the best. It was the best, I think. Can we cut him. and edit that one? Prince was the <laughs> balls. We can. I'll just say, like, I mean, I didn't know the weekend could fill 25 minutes worth of songs. Well, I mean, he's a performer. Yeah, it's asshole I'm pretty songs. sure he's, he's done a concert or two. So, yeah, he's what, not going to go. What, what do they uh, play the same? What, what next? What, what next? do they keep um, the same three songs on repeat for 25 minutes? That's some bullshit right there. What uh? What do you guys want to hear? <laughs> it's like it's like it's, it's literally like in that Family Guy Star Wars. Oh, what do you guys want to hear? Play the same song. Okay. I'm like, dude, come on. What are we doing? I, I don't know. And I so so that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I so I gotta want to know well, what only, you, they're not playing the cannons, right? That's no, the they're thing. not they're not they're firing not. the cannons at all. Right. Which is dumb. Again, um, that's, if you fire football teams. I, I, okay, yeah. so what, well, right, let me ask you a question. Though, right? right, it is, it is a Bucks thing, but here's the question: You have a marquee, big ass, friggin' pirate ship, and an end zone that is the like sight to see when you go to Tampa. That is the thing to look at when you're in Tampa Bay at that stadium. The that tradition is, is firing off the cannons when Tampa scores a touchdown. Why can't you, if you're the NFL, say, "Well, can we just fire them off for both"? Why let that why why take away from that? Forget the tradition part of it. Why take away from that excitement and joy of that marquee thing that you're gonna have? It's like, hey, don't look uh, at the man. Right, don't look they at the man watch the game now. Uh, I'm not. Don't look at the man <laughs> behind the curtain. You know, don't pay any attention to the man behind Golden the curtain. Girls are on. We're just gonna yeah. dude, there's a there's a murder she wrote uh, marathon I make I may tune in for. All I'm, I'm saying is, is I uh, love the Jessica Fletcher, but I mean, it's like, dude, let's, let's just cover that. Let's just cover that up because we're not going to use it. Like, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing? NFL figure it out. Maybe well, they're worried that the cannon is going to spread COVID throughout the, you know, from the smoke and it's going to get to the players and they're not going to be able to play because everybody. Or here's COVID. an idea. Here's the neat idea, boys. Why do you fill a goddamn cannon smoke with the vaccine? Boom. <laughs> 75,000 vaccine at once. Thank you, America. Sleep tight. You know, I was really looking forward to it, to the Super Bowl, Mike. But, you know, George has been just so negative. He's and belittling it. Now that the cannons aren't firing, my God, I may pull my other side <laughs> out of my box. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Get laid, bro. Come on. Is there anything good going on in your life? No. No, not at all. 
Actually, Matt, you know, not, 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 his, he's tarnished. He's gonna get freaking deported. It was a, you know, George, like George, George had his George had his one make a wish. It was a fire the cannons at the Super Bowl, and they said, you know what? We're canceling it. Sorry, bud. So now I know why. But I agree. It's I agree stupid. It. It's I agree. dumb. It, 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 I read. I first read that, and my immediate thought was, oh great, someone's offended by a cannon or or a, or a pirate. And then it was, well, it'll take away from the whole atmosphere. It is the atmosphere. You're right. You're 100 percent right. And you're right. It's like it's like if they played at Gillette, you have the Minuteman firing the the, uh, the yep, guns. Yep, firing the muskets. Fire them up fire for, for both teams. teams. Yep. Fire for both teams. I don't know if they did that yeah. in the Super Bowl, though. Did they when the Pats were in there? They did. They did. Uh, they did not. I don't know. I, I don't. They, I, mean, I, I should know. I went to one, but, you know. No, I, yeah. I thought I think you were, it was the 2002. You were physically Super Bowl. there. <laughs> yeah, I was physically there. I don't. I mean, I don't know if the. I don't know if the 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 the, you know the the musket guys were there for the Super Bowls, and if they were, I hope they did get a chance to fire them off. Well, then that, because that's, I, I thought it was that. You I thought it was the 2002 Super Bowl. I, I thought. I mean, I could be wrong, but I thought they were there with that game. I I don't know. I don't know, and uh, I know I, that the. Yeah, I I can't yeah, remember. I, I can't remember if the musket guys were there down in Houston. If they were, and they obviously, if they're there, they're firing off, and then they take away this, whatever, the fire the cannon, then yeah, it's bullshit. But if those musket guys weren't there, then you really, it's kind of like, yeah, it should be happening, but it's the Super Bowl. They don't do that shit. Yeah. NFL, no fun. I mean, mean, honestly, (laughs) this home field advantage, I think it's. Yeah, there's a slight advantage for the Buccaneers, right? Like Brady said, it. he goes, what's different than this Super Bowl than, you know, is the travel. We don't have to travel. I don't have to pack a bag. I don't have to worry about, you know, my family flying in and, you know, um, and trying to pick hotels. We don't have to worry about any of that. So that's a, a nice thing to have, but it's really not that big of a distraction. So, I mean, it's a football field. Yeah. It's flat, you know, it, and it's only going to be 22,000 people there. And I love the first responders getting tickets and stuff like that. But that's also a minimum distraction, too. What if there was, you know, 60,000 Bucks fans? Now you're talking. The fans actually have put pressure on, on the away team. Imagine if, if, if this was in, uh, what's it called, the, the Chief Stadium there. Arrowhead. Arrowhead? Holy shit. Now that's a huge advantage, man. Yeah. Well, they're one of the loudest stadiums. I think yeah, they're still on I mean. record of having, yeah. So no, I, I get I it. Know. I mean, I, I, it's bullshit that the can is not happening. You know what I mean? Like, okay. First Super Bowl where our home team's actually hosting, just play it, play it out. But if they're kind of consistent with that celebration bullshit, like, listen, we'll play your music when you come out, when you score um, and we'll play, you know, chance. I mean, it is 50, 50 judging by my last experience. They played everybody. They played Atlanta's, song coming out their touchdown song i had no idea what it was but and then they played the pats same thing but i don't recall if the muskets weren't there then it's just it is what it is i really don't fire the fucking cannons i still don't think it's gonna help brady beat the chiefs i don't even know but it's not even about helping or hurting it's just it's a cool feature that this stadium has that other stadiums don't. More people are going to be watching it this year than ever, I think. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I mean, exactly. So you've got a really cool feature in a stadium that is very unique for this year, hosting a home team, playing in it, all of that. Just fire them off for both teams. I mean, how cool would it be that this game ends up being like 
34-31, and you got touchdowns, touchdowns, you know, boom, 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 cannons going off every couple of minutes because of touchdowns flying around. That would be badass, right? That would just be really cool. And on top of that, you could also have, you know, depending upon how you do it, some of the first responders being there firing off the cannon. So there's like a lot of different things. So yeah, there's um, a lot. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. You know, I, I didn't think of that. Again, the 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 NFL, the, you know, Goodell, the no fun league. Um, but before we get to our jackass of the week, I do want to take and touch on what this game is going to play out to be. So, um, Matt, I'm going to start with you. I'm going to give you a chance to give us a little synopsis of the game and then give us your prediction and score. So I think the Chiefs are going to come out fired. I think they're going to have a two-touchdown lead right at, right from the get-go, right out of the first quarter. Uh, then I, I think at halftime it will be probably 21-7, 21-3, Chiefs. Brady's going to rethink his inks. If the Chiefs will go – up uh maybe kick a field goal and then brady starts to come back but this time it won't be enough time i'm going 41 28 brady makes a valiant comeback but the chiefs get the late touchdown the insurance touchdown as i'll call it uh to seal the deal and mahomes gets a second as much as that kills me to say gun to my head chiefs 41 bucks 28 all right. Sounds good. Well, I know you got to run. Uh, you got a game to call. So uh, have a good game. Enjoy the uh, enjoy the call. Hope your back feels better. And uh, we'll be touching base with you some point later on down the road. So thanks for jumping in. Awesome, with us, boys. We'll see. You. All right, Mike, your uh, your call. What is uh, what say you on the synopsis and your prediction for the score? He looked like a mix of Jack Nicholson and Tom Cruise's younger, uglier stepbrother. <laughs> God, I hope he heard that. Matt, I hope you heard that, you son of a bitch, you. I hope he heard it. I want to say what he's on. I want to wait till he signed uh, off. Go ahead. What, 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 is your, uh, what is your prediction? And then we're going to get uh, to mine and then our jackass of the week. Uh, I, 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 do, I know where Matt's coming from, uh, but I, I think that this is going to go on pure veteran status. And Brady, given given his past, I think he's going to come out. He knows he has to come out with fire. He knows he has to come out with complete just focus. And I, I think that he knows what's on the line for his – his career is already made. But I think he knows that all eyes are on him. He knows that his former big boss is in town. All I, it, he, he knows this. So I think the Bucks are going to come out. They're going to – it's going to be a slow first quarter. I don't see anyone getting two touchdowns. I think Matt's out of – I think Matt, when he pulled his back, pulled something in his brain. And he no two <laughs> touchdowns off the bat. That's. I don't think it's going to happen. It could, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's going to be a slow – it's like an 18-round boxing match. They're going to bounce around the first first couple uh, um, uh, rounds. Quarters. And, yep. and they're going to see just what we have to do, and then it's going to be a brawl. They're going to drop the gloves. They're going to go for it. I think Tampa is going to maintain a good lead. And I think Kansas is going to come back, maybe even take the lead at one point. But I, I think Tampa is going to stay their foot in the gas. They're going to hit it hard. Again, I think Gronk's going to be that, that secret weapon. And I, I'm going Tampa on this one, 37, I'll even say 37, 28, 37, 30 Tampa. All right. <clears throat> so like I said, uh, earlier, looking at 
uh, looking at the spreads and looking at everything from the gambling angle. Um, I did look and it was uh, the Tampa's getting its plus three uh, over under is 55 and a half. Uh, the money line is minus 162 for Kansas City, plus 140 for Tampa. Um, obviously, I'm going to I'm rooting for Tampa. I'm rooting for Tom Brady. I just don't want the friggin' Chiefs. I, you know what I hate? The title of it. <laughs> I hate. I hate the Chiefs fans that already think that they've got uh, a legacy. Already think that right. they've got a dynasty in the works. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan, you won one friggin' Super Bowl. One, one with Patrick Mahomes. He's an amazing talent, unbelievably skilled. I mean, and phenomenally skilled. Andy Reid, I'll be honest, if he can give him enough credit as a head coach when he was coaching with uh, with Philly. I mean, he's always in the NFC title game. And then a week and he, when he got to the Super Bowl, the Pats beat him. I never really gave him enough credit. He's a hell of a coach. He's a really, really great coach up there with with the Bill Belichick. I'll, I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm so sick of the friggin narrative that everybody's on Kansas City's nuts. Saying, oh, well, Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City, you know, they're the next dynasty. They're the... How about you beat the guy who is the, the dynasty? dynasty. Yeah. Yeah, I 100% agree. The legacy. And granted, he may, may do it. But and then we're going to be so inundated with those obnoxious a-holes. And I'll say that because, again, I'm a Pats fan. I was one of those obnoxious a-holes. But at least I had six championships to back it up and 20 years of dominating the AFC and getting to multiple, multiple AFC title games. Brady goes to two out of every three title games. He went to... Uh, just a record number straight in a row. Just unbelievable dominance in New England. So we, at least for New England fans, can back it up. Kansas City is like the baby diapers. They think they're, like, they're, their shit doesn't stink when they've done it once for a Super Bowl and twice in the AFC. Well, I, I think they have. No, I should on. say. I, hold on. I should say three times because <laughs> they did get there and then and and Tampa. I mean, and, uh, and New England beat them to go to a Super Bowl. But even still, even still, calm the F down, okay? Calm down. So I think, honestly, and that's why I say, I think this is this is going to help Brady. Not that it's going to hurt him per se, although it may. I mean, again, like I said, six and four is a lot different than seven and three, right? But I think that that's why I think Tom Brady needs to win more than Mahomes does. And I think that's why if you're breaking down the film, like I said at the beginning, Kansas City's runs defense is crap. They're in the lower third in rankings. Yeah, their pass defense is good, but not great either. I don't know if they're going to be able to get to Brady, although, again, the check mark to Steve Spagnuolo as a defensive coordinator, you know, being able to scheme for Brady is big. But Tampa's defense is lava-like right now. I mean, they are playing out of their minds. So in my opinion, it's going to be Tampa. Because if you just if, if you think both offenses are playing at, a, at an elite level, right, where are the defenses playing? And Kansas City almost got their ass kicked in the AFC title game. All right? Now, you could say Tampa almost did too. 
But if Brady didn't throw those picks, they were going down a score. Two of those yeah. were like a punt. I get it. But one of them, they were close to scoring. So that would have put it even more out of reach for Green Bay and uh, Aaron Rodgers. So if defenses are, e- uh, if offenses are even, Tampa Bay gets the notch for defense. And I think that's what comes in. And Tampa Bay definitely gets the notch for special teams. So I think that's going to be another big factor as well. So I'm going with Tampa Bay. Obviously, we're in the Brady Bucks jersey representing. But my final score is Tampa 31, Kansas City 17. Wow. I think it's going to be, wow. I think it's going to be that type of game. I, I know I just said it's not going to be a blowout. I think it should be more closer, but I think it'll be a blowout on paper, but the game's going to be closer until like the end of the third and the fourth quarter. When Tampa gets the ball, they drive down the field, they score, they get another turnover, or they get a, a three and out, and they go down and they put the game away with a final score uh, to pretty much ice it. So I think that's how that's going to go. Um, but let's get to our favorite segment here on the armchair sports guys. It is our jackass of the week. And (laughs) before I, you know, before I share this, I I just, I I can't even begin to describe. um, I can't even begin to describe just the stupidity of this. So um, I can. (laughs) <laughs> uh let me do this here for a second i want to pull this up so basically um let's go back here there we are and done so our our jackass of the week is courtside karen otherwise known as Juliana Carlos. Now, if you don't know who Courtside Karen is, she is the woman that had the feud with LeBron James in Atlanta. So apparently Atlanta is one of the 10 teams that are allowing fans in the stands, her and her husband, um, which there's a funny story with that. Her and her husband uh, have season tickets to the Atlanta Hawks courtside seats. So games happening, you know, Lakers versus Atlanta. He's jarring at LeBron uh, and LeBron is jarring back at him. And he says something about his old steroid ass, right? You know, and because this guy courtside, Karen, Juliana Carlos's husband is a pretty big dude, but you know, I'm not going to say he doesn't look like he does roids because he definitely does. I'm not saying that he does. I'm just saying the look of him, it looks like he does. He's not Tom so, Brady healthy. No, no. <laughs> um, so apparently <clears throat> they get into pleasantries and, you know, uh, she decides to tell LeBron she stands up and yells at LeBron, don't talk to my man like that. Shut the fuck up. And LeBron's like, bitch, you shut the fuck up, right? And, you know, it says, again, old steroid ass. And she and him, and she and him being him, LeBron, start going at it. And LeBron's laughing and whatnot and all that and and ends up talking to security about it. And security comes over and kicks them out. 
Well, that so, you would no, you you got to tell me though, George. That it had to end right there. I mean, they had to learn the lesson, right? Oh no, no, yeah, no, no, no. Oh, so she, so she took to to Instagram and did an Instagram video about how she got kicked out and all of that good stuff, and you know, it, it's it's just. She went on this rant, this tirade. How dare he and this and that and all of this and blah, blah, blah. I I just now she is a wannabe Instagram influencer. So if you reach a certain number of, you know, uh, followers, usually people start, you know, talking to you about, you know, repping this stuff and, and, you know, being an Instagram influencer. And if you wear the certain shirt. Your followers like it in a number of posts. They'll give you money and things like that. It's a whole commercial. A, yeah, it's a whole racket. And that's fine. Hey, there are and, and there are plenty of people that that do. How all, can we get on that? Yeah, <laughs> listen, we are we are not good looking enough to get on no. that. Um, <laughs> yeah, at I all. We'll yell LeBron James all. Yell LeBron, oh, I'll yell James, LeBron all. James all day. But yeah. um, but yeah, so she, she gets kicked. They get kicked out, her and her husband. And uh, the funny thing about this is LeBron actually thought it was a father and daughter. He thought that was his daughter. And he was shocked as hell when he found out that's his wife. Um, so and I guess he's a multimillionaire or some shit like that or whatever. But um, so she went on there and did this, you know, Instagram tirade of, you know, expletives and deleteds and, and, and whatnot um, and became instantly famous, right? The 15 minutes of fame and stuff. So now after all of this, she's come out with her statement. She says, and this is uh, from her Instagram, which she's now since made private, <laughs> which is even funnier because she can't take, yeah, the- I'm going to go request her as a friend. I'm going to go. Yeah, see can, you can't take the heat to get your ass out of the kitchen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so she says, quote, about last night, to say things escalated quickly at yesterday's game is an understatement. And I want to apologize for losing my cool and removing my mask in the heat of the moment, which she did. She removed her mask and yelled at LeBron. My husband is a huge sports fan and we're passionate people. And let's be real. Sports wouldn't be sports without a little trash talking, of which I agree with. What should have been a quick back and forth between two adults got out of hand and my natural instinct to stand up for the man I love kicked in. Did I get defensive when that happened? Yes. Did I use offensive language when I could have taken the higher road? Yes. And for these things, I take full responsibility. All right. Oh, oh, now, oh, now I feel better. I now I feel better. No shit. Now I feel better. Look, she's just a harmless young little girl. Now I, you know, George, What's you know a- me. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a man. I have a lot of patience. I don't really speak my mind a lot. That's I, bullshit. You know, I, <laughs> I try to look at the. I'm going to stop you right there, sir. That is bullshit. <laughs> I'm going to let you go first, then I'll, I, I'm not going to be long with mine. But I, I see. I, I listen. Feel I, I, first of all, I do respect <laughs> that she's wants to stand up for her man and Patsy Klein the whole damn thing. I get it. Perfect. But know what you're talking about and understand the context of what's being said. You just said in your statement, quote, let's be real. Sports wouldn't be sports without a little trash talking. Okay. 
then I'd leave it as trash talking. Don't leave it as ripping your mask off and verbally berating LeBron James, which fine, I'm okay with that. Or anybody could have been anybody that you were verbally you know, berating and, and using the language and telling them to F off because they were in a car. They were in a, a, a little, you know, tete-a-tete between, you know, LeBron and her husband. Who the hell are you lady? First of all, unless you're involved in that, shut the hell up and you don't defend your husband or boyfriend or father in that sense like that. Just sit down and relax. Honey, you're at courtside seats, okay? First of all, you're one of, you're you're yeah, exactly. <laughs> First of all, shame on Atlanta for putting these yeah. people courtside. And I'm not and I'm not saying her and her husband specifically, anybody courtside. Move them back to the 10th row. Move them back to yep. the 20th row. I don't care if you paid for those tickets courtside. You're in the middle of a pandemic. Don't be a dick, Atlanta. Move the people back to protect the NBA because God forbid this woman had COVID or antibodies and was spewing her nonsense and it hits LeBron James and the Lakers, which again, being a Celtics fan, okay, but that would suck that COVID was rampant through the Lakers and then through the Atlanta Hawks and then any other team that they play because they don't catch it. Hey, because your dumb ass couldn't keep your mouth shut or keep your mask on, more importantly, You now spread COVID throughout the NBA. Thanks. Thanks a lot, stupid. Appreciate you. But on top of that, putting your Instagram as private now because you can't take all the heat. If you're not gonna, if you're not gonna stand up and take all the criticism and sometimes maybe even the praise if people like what you did, then don't do it. Don't do it. I I I mean. You know, I that, just that, that's like that's like going to a game and seeing two guys. And I've been to the old garden. I've been to Foxborough Stadium. I've been to it all. It's like seeing two drunk people fight in a crowd. Yeah, it makes no sense to me. You're there to watch a game. Would you fight at your own house? Like what? Like what? What? As God, I miss my dad, but God rests his rests his peace in his soul. But he had a nice, famous world. He used to call people like this a douchebag because she's too <laughs> shitty to be a douchebag. <laughs> she's well, a douchebag. Well, she get... She's a loudmouth entitled douche who uses her, her steroided shit bag of a, of a sugar daddy, which is what he is because from what I was told, what I, what I was told when they called me, they told me when I read, he's only, he's been to the, these seats forever. Never yeah. had a problem. Never had an issue. Spike Lee is the biggest shit talker courtside seat. He has gotten under the skin. Him and Reggie Miller player. Him and Reggie Miller's battles have been epic. They've actually they've never thrown them out. They've given they've given uh, the New York Knicks a technical foul because of Spike Lee. Yeah, those Michael Jordan versus him. Uh, Jack Nicholson and the Lakers used to shit talk. There's people that do it. That's you know what, dude. If I'm a multimillionaire, I hit the lottery, get courtside seats. I might do some jarring. It's fun yeah. as long as it's respectful. Donnie like, Wahlberg shit talks, and he is a Celtics fan, and people just right. look at him and just kind of like, all right, it's Donnie right. Wahlberg, whatever. I get this, it. This this woman did something that she it, crossed it, the line. We, we 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 talked about uh, Belichick's girlfriend when she came out and said the whole thing. And I and my my defense of that one, well, not defense. My defense was she kind of ruined everything that Belichick stood for. She ruined the whole keep it quiet but cool. She ruined that. 
this girl has ruined it. Now, if Spike Lee stands up when they let uh, fans back in and he starts drawing, they're going to say, oh, just like that girl. Let's watch what he does now. Like she, honey, but there's take a- your blonde hair, your, 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 your fake chest, go to the nail salon, go lick a doorknob, go home <laughs> with your, with your roided husband, go get beat, go get thrown, a du- whatever you, whatever it is, she does go away because no one likes you anymore. Well, no our 15 like, minutes no of fame are, is completely up. But I, I will also say, oh, yeah. um, beyond, very that, outspoken. beyond that, LeBron James has no chill on this. He said, I love the fans, quote, I love the fans, but I don't take that kind of talk from anybody. There's a line that should never be crossed. She came at me with blatant disrespect. So I told them to sit their ass down. I thought I was talking to a father and daughter until she started calling him his husband. I was stunned. So I, yeah. I and I'm not a LeBron fan at all. Um, but I will at least say that, um, I, I appreciate, uh, what he said. Yeah. Um, and, and, and stand by him on that. I will say, and I'm trying to find the, uh, the other part of this, which, uh, I think is really funny and give me a second here. So on top of all of this. Uh, this, um, where is it? Hold on. Man, LeBron James is all off and punched. So, so Cam, (laughs) so Cam Soda, which is a, uh, a porn company has apparently offered her $50,000 if she'll appear. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. Uh, and and do a possibly a triple X cam show. Um, but again, I'm looking through, um, I can't get a hundred more followers on Twitter and she does this and gets $50,000 off. What what am I doing? I'm going to do it only, you know what? If anybody's watching or going to watch or listening, (laughs) I'm going to start a cameo and OnlyFans account. And I think I'm going to get my money that way. I think you're going to lose more than you. (laughs) (laughs) Any investors? Uh... Uh, So, so courtside, Karen, uh, the, uh, (sighs) AKA Juliana Carlos, is a an hour jackass one thumb down of the week. Uh, I just I, I don't what a douche. I have no problem yelling, you know, having fun. I but you listen guys, if, to, I, get, to get kicked out. I mean, I, I would never I would never go to a game, and I would never go to a especially like seeing how my my nieces played, my nephew played. I would never go to a game and disrupt the game. And that's because the thing. I, is they, they stopped the game and threw her out mid-game. Like, it wasn't they, like they, it wasn't like it was just like at a timeout or whatever, and or a quietly escorted them off the you know out of the the arena. They stopped the game and threw her yeah, out. That's I, I, I would take his season tickets and say you're well, no longer welcome back here. Well, I take your money back. I well again, that's do you want to let do you want to let one offense ruin that? Maybe not. But at least you can, again, regulate it, Atlanta should have been smarter not to put them courtside with this pandemic right. going on. And again, I, you, you're wearing masks and maybe you have to show that you've gotten a vaccine. I don't know what their protocol is in Atlanta, but even regardless of that, why are you allowing these fans courtside? Right. Move them back to the in the first. I get it. You paid for those tickets. Fine. We'll refund you 10% off the top, but you're sitting in the 10th row. Right. You know, and and again, 
And again, I've 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 heckled I've heckled people before. I've heckled no, athletes. If, if I could go to a goddamn Bruins game tomorrow and someone said, "Here's here's balcony seats. It's front row. We're letting about eight thousand fans in, and you and I got tickets to go." I would say, "All right, balcony. Who who's around us? Oh no, nobody. You get a whole section to yourself." I'll tell you what. I'll pay double the ticket amount. I'll go to a game. Yeah. Tenth row for kidding me. You're right. hundred percent. I can even I, then, I agree. Even then, if you want to heckle, heckle. That's fine. But be respectful about it and don't be a shitbag. You know what I mean? And and again, if you are being respectful, it sounds like it may have been that he was being respectful because a lot of the comments coming out from LeBron aren't about him. It's what she said. About her. Yeah. And it's like it if it if there's a respectful, just be respectful. Again, Spike Lee is the perfect example. He and Reggie Miller went, I mean, notoriously go back and forth and have gone back and forth for years. But okay, at the end of the game, it's sports. And at the end of the game, that's all it is. No need to act like that and to stand up and try to defend your friends or your man or whatever. Like, and I'm saying that, like, even if I was with you and you're getting, and you and and somebody else, you know, you and the athlete, you guys are heckling, you know, you guys are going back and forth. I'm not going to stand up and defend you. I'm going to let you. This is my man. Yeah. I'm going to let you, maybe, but I'm going to let you, (laughs) I mean, I'm going to let you defend yourself. I mean, you're a grown ass man and you're, you're having a back and forth with the athlete. I'm not involved. But no, I would if, hope that you would be a big enough person to say, okay, Mike, you're disrupting yeah. the game. Oh, the I'd, be like, down, I'd be like, Mike, mouth. Mike, calm down. That was, yeah. that was enough, all right. Enough yeah. of it. Right. Yeah. But I mean, and that's, that's the, the thing. And and again, you want to heckle, you want to be, you want to heckle somebody, fine. I, do it. I mean, I, again, I, I remember, I, I mean, I've heckled a few athletes and they kind of look and turn. I'm like, yeah, what do you want? <laughs> you know, yep. like, yep. and, and it's like, they just, you know, like, and they just shake their head. It's like, man. You know, if you if you did make a bad play, I'm gonna let you know about it. But when you 100%. make a good play and you want to turn around and let me know about it, guess what? I gotta Game sit on. there and take it, and I gotta yeah. own it, and that's it. That's what makes it fun, and and that's, that's what it. makes it fun. But but yeah, that's our jackass of the week, and that is our show, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks again for staying tuned with us here on a Super Bowl build armchair sports guys. Our Saturday shenanigans show. If you are not following us, you should. The Armchair Sports Guys on Facebook, the Armchair Sports Guys on Instagram, at the Armchair Sports Guy, at the Armchair underscore Guys on Twitter, and uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to do, sir. Trying to get the football. Trying to hold the there ball. Go. I got it. You got it. Uh, yes, you look. You look just like him. Kind of like yeah. Brady. Kind of like Brady. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also at the Armchair Sports Guys on TikTok, and if you want to be on the show. You can certainly jump in on our uh, on our link on our Facebook page, which is always there each and every show. Or if you have a topic you want to discuss, maybe you want to join us on Hot Take Court, or maybe you've got a jackass of the week that you want to jump in and 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 give your take on it. Send us an email at thearmchairsportsguys at gmail.com, and we'll get you on the show at some point. For Sean Barhadian, who's down in Tampa, Florida, hopefully he wins enough money to go to the game. Yeah, hell yeah. O'Brien for jumping in. For Rich Mays, who couldn't join us. Mike Lachance, I am GJ Mitchell. Sign off saying goodnight. Enjoy. Have yourselves a great weekend. Let's go, Tampa. Let's go. Bucks. Let's go. Go Come on, Bucks. Go, Milwaukee Bucks. Oh, sorry. Tampa Bay Bucks. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) 
<laughs> Fuck it, go Milwaukee Bucks. Woo-hoo! That's how we end it. That's it. That is Welcome. not how we end it. Let's go, Tampa. Let's go, Tampa. Have yourselves a great weekend. Bye-bye. Peace.